0: Welcome back to the Well-Rounded Podcast. Thank you all for tuning in. We are here again, and today we kind of want to take a different topic we haven't really covered yet, and we're going to talk about alcohol and a combination with that and the way we socialize. So, Patrick, I'm just going to go in and kick it off right away. Yeah. What has been your experience on alcohol and going out or hanging out with friends overall?
1: Yeah, obviously a roller coaster um, as – when we were growing up
0: and oh yeah
1: we did it before we were 21 oh boy um
0: i think a lot of police officers are listening to the well-rounded wealth podcast you just exposed us (laughs) good thing i'm always on the (laughs) road
1: but yeah we definitely i mean we kind of got our bearings in high school which was good and bad it was good For the sense of... That college transition. Yeah, college transition, and it was a controlled environment most of the time when we were doing it. Yeah. So we were in our our parents' house hanging out with the friends that we were really comfortable with. We were up front, and everyone knew what was going on.
0: We all learned our limits the hard way and learned it in a pretty safe environment.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I would say, in that sense, I'm grateful for it. When I went to college, there was a ton of people that... When it was time to go out, it was time to drink as much as you could to see who's could drink the, as much as they could, Yeah, which is terrible and detrimental. And especially me playing lacrosse, which our team and our teammates, we kind of had a, I, would, I wouldn't say a reputation, but a propensity to go super hard on the weekends because I mean, we're athletes where we can't really drink during the week. And especially during my sophomore year, we had a drinking rule. So any event the next day, we couldn't drink, which sure was good for actual training. But Saturday afternoon hit when we didn't have an event Sunday. It was all right. (laughs) Time to cram a week's worth of drinking into one afternoon. So I would say my take and experience on alcohol has been very informative for me. It's helped me realize a lot, not just growing socially, but also who I want to be socially. So, and I guess indul- or kind of defining that a little more. I know that I'm obviously a little bit more outgoing as everyone is, just because how alcohol affects our kind of our, our motor systems and kind of removes that governor on our brain to make decisions. So. I enjoy that aspect of it, but when it gets beyond that to where I'm no longer functioning and making decisions that I'm comfortable with, like if I'm looking back on that decision I just made, I'm like, why the heck did I just do that? Then that's where that tipping point is for me, and that's where I don't like alcohol, so. Yeah,
0: well, anyone that knows me knows that I don't really drink at all, and I despise alcohol, and I hate it,
1: yeah, he's been sober his whole life.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just Jim Halpert at the camera. <laughs> I just looked directly at him and smiled. Um, no, so I um, I grew to really enjoy drinking. Um, obviously, I joined a fraternity, yeah. um, all that fun stuff. You guys, we've had some great times drinking, and I've been having my big revelation with it around now, honestly. last Last three months or so. Because COVID hit us in yeah. our sophomore year of college. Yep. Classes became a joke. They were all virtual. You could go in and turn your camera off, not even be in the room, still get an A in the class. And what else to do but hang out in someone's apartment and drink. Yep. So that was That started to become very, very frequent, incredibly frequent. I started drinking a lot. And yep. that was my first instance where I started to see Because at first when it was us drinking with friends, doing it just on the weekends or every other weekend, it was always fun. I never saw any bad sides to alcohol. It was just us being goofy. And the next morning we'd like have fun stories and stories that we still talk about to this day. Yeah, That period where I was drinking constantly and not really doing much else. That was where I started to finally see the negative side of alcohol and why people are in. AA why people don't look at alcohol as this great thing there's never any downside to it that was my first eye opening experience to that Yeah, and still drink a lot through um throughout plenty I, I drank through plenty of my college I nothing to a point where I stopped being active or stopped being active in class stopped doing what I had to do yep. and all that stuff but it definitely takes a toll on the body that's yep. one thing I've learned that's that was probably my biggest, okay, I got to chill out. And a big one is what you said earlier. It's when I have done things under the influence to a point where I've drank so much that I'm like, no shot I did that. Why did I do that? Yeah. I would never do that. The second alcohol started infringing on my personal values, on something that I know I would never do and don't approve of and wouldn't do without it, that's where I was like, okay, it's time It's time to check this out. It's time to look at it. This is becoming, I need to check this out.
1: Yeah. And, and I say, I mean, most people, or actually, I can't speak to most people on this because I think everyone has a different experience. With Incredibly. It. Someone, some people try it, they absolutely hate it, and they never want to touch it again. Yeah. Some people try it, they love it, and they get lost in it. Some mm-hmm. people, like my experience in terms of, if you just look at it on a, a graph of how it was, it was... I enjoyed it a lot and then i kind of saw people um start to overuse it so i didn't really like that and then all of a sudden just with physical activity stuff i stopped using it like completely right. just because of the scientific effects and, and stuff like that and then i've kind of found a little bit more of a balance because and this is for people who are over 21 they're like they'll enjoy the actual drink more like I actually enjoy some type of alcoholic drinks. Like I like wine. I like cocktails. Yeah. I like bourbon, I which is bourbon. completely yeah. fine. Like but it's being able to kind of find that balance. And and what was tough for me was when I went completely cold turkey for it was like 4, four months. It was because I was training. But it also removed a social aspect for so I did it for training because I knew how it affected sleep and and just for people who don't know and kind of want a little bit more information on it, how alcohol affects sleep is your body has to process it through it's broken down in the liver by turning into an enzyme called alcohol dehydrogenase, and then that transform to ethanol into a toxic compound called aceta how aceta acet- Haldehyde. You idiot.
0: <laughs> you, you don't know how to say aceta the yeah. Haldehyde. <laughs>
1: yeah. So I learned that and it was fascinated with it. And that that compound is a toxin to your body. So you can't get you can't go into rapid eye movement sleep or REM sleep. When you're dreaming. When yeah, and that's when you go into dreams when you're in REM sleep. So when your body is is breaking that down, you cannot get into REM sleep so i learned that and and REM sleep is also the most regenerative sleep especially for training purposes so i learned that and i was like okay well why the hell am i drinking but instead of just drinking only when it was social and like having one or two glasses i cut it out completely so that also removed the social component and another point in this transition as well is can you have a good time or or how do you socialize with with having alcohol and, and maintaining a certain level of it or without drinking. Can you go out and socialize without drinking at a bar kind of club scene?
0: Yeah, so another thing I've noticed with that is that before I ever started drinking, going way back there, if I was at a birthday party, any any gatherings, any events, any just hanging out with friends, There was never, before I ever tried alcohol, there was never a part of me that's like, oh, I'd probably be more social if I had a little (laughs) buzz going on or was a little drunk. (laughs) I would just be social. And I don't think it's ridiculous. It's not like I'm some introvert who doesn't talk to people when I'm sober now. Uh, But even last night, I was somewhere and I was pretty sober and I was not Mr. Outgoing, Mr introducing myself to every new face i didn't know i was kind of talking to people i didn't know i introduced myself to some people it wasn't like i was being just in the corner or anything like that but i do think i have socially gained somewhat of a reliance on that and that's another thing i really want to focus on in the future when i'm going out say um if we go out tonight yeah i do not want to feel the need well i might feel the need but i don't want to Start drinking or start drinking heavily because I think, oh, if I have another drink, I'll be more social. Yeah. And I think I become need to, dependent. Yeah. And yeah. gain a dependency on a substance rather than just talking to people and getting to know someone and be comfortable in my own skin.
1: Exactly. I, I think that is a great point and And kudos to you for remembering that. <laughs> it's just like when we're kids, like also. So two things. When we're kids, we don't drink. Like when we're whatever, eight to ten years old. You're not But go. 11, we
0: start. <laughs> <laughs> and 12? 11th birthday. 12. 11 out, shots for true. 11th birthday. <laughs> Fireball, specifically. <laughs> um, oh my god. Uh,
1: that would that would be a societal shock. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, but, but your point. <laughs> Kids walking around in 11th birthday parties. Mom, <laughs> I don't feel so good. Oh,
0: that could be in a movie. Yeah. Right, by your point, your point. Well, we weren't the drinking. Punch. Yeah. Anyway, kids. so Sorry. we're not
1: drinking, and we're playing with the other kids around us by associative play, and and it's great. And then when you get to high school, or if it's college, that play and going out turns from, oh, this is just me hanging out with my friends, to this is a societal norm that has been established for so many years that you have to drink in order to go out.
0: They go hand in hand. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah. And and especially, I
1: mean, it could be different for other people, but when we were, or when I was kind of getting introduced to it, I remember one of my um, friends were like, and this was before we were really hanging out, um, like our groups, but they were like, yeah, don't you know it's like normal to drink in high school? And I was like, no. (laughs) Yeah. Like we were taught not to, (laughs) like, what do you mean? So that was kind of like a oh okay, well, I guess I if I want to be cool or something like that, I have to drink. And, there was
0: there was a social pressure there, for oh, sure. Hundred yeah, percent drinking's
1: and, cool. It
0: was yeah.
1: When you first taste alcohol, unless you're a superhero, it doesn't taste good. <laughs>
0: like you wanna you're... hear something crazy? I hated beer yeah. so much. Gross me out. But the very first time I took a shot, it was grape vodka. Oh gosh. (laughs) I loved it.
1: (laughs) He was probably drinking
0: I thought it was crazy. I thought (laughs) it was so good. Not good. It still had a gross feeling, but that instant like burn of throat, I was like, this is insane. (laughs) Oh, I don't don't ever remember. I remember the guys I was with and they're like, Oh, you're gonna like alcohol, aren't you, John? (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
1: Oh but yeah, like I still don't like beer to this day and like even the first time i drank i was like
0: mm, i don't know if this is it but i guess i have to <laughs> yeah no so, I, I definitely felt a pressure to drink beer and now i've yeah. become accustomed to it it's, and it tastes fine now whatever yeah
1: like anything you you do that you you do more often and repeat like it becomes yeah. a little bit more natural but mm-hmm. one thing i when i went on that hiatus of, of not drinking i, I noticed myself like lacking socially. So I was like, all right, you know what? I'm just going to go out with friends that I know they're drinking. I'm going to go out without drinking. I'll be the DD. So like I have and also an excuse to say, like, oh, why aren't you drinking? It's well, I'm driving. So, and I had a great time because I was one, I was consciously there. And two, it was like people watching for me to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Like I could, everyone was drinking.
0: Was I the people? no this isn't college but
1: like everyone was drinking most people too much so it was like wow this is what people do <laughs> when they're overly yeah, intoxicated yeah. this is how it's from a
0: bird's eye yeah.
1: and everyone else is is more social because they've been drinking so you don't really have to worry about oh is someone going to come talk to me or something like that so if anyone hasn't tried it try it <laughs>
0: yeah no i've done it before i have yeah. done it before and i did enjoy it and it it gives you an opportunity to, one, work on socializing, using charismatic skills, which can be study, whether you're making new friends, talking yeah. to girls or girls talking to guys. It's definitely a really, really cool, almost in a way, tool. Because now, now going out, I wouldn't call it a challenge necessarily, but now it becomes, okay, what can I say? What can I do to get to know people? make new friends, I'm in a new city, to so make new friends, um, meet people yeah. I would like to take out on a date. And now you get to really focus on that rather than just like the woo, which yeah. it's okay to do that sometimes. This is definitely not like a everyone should be sober always podcasts. <laughs> um, mm, John's always been sober though. Besides me. <laughs> you angel. But I've, I've definitely found like any drug, like any, Habit, any addiction to anything, whether whether that's even so earlier like gaming, whether it's um, food, any anything, or yeah. particularly like maybe sweets, maybe have an Oreo thing. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> and it's me. You has the Oreo thing and it's fine. But <laughs> in moderation, it's just in moderation. That's I would never I'm not preaching. I'm not trying to preach anything really it, do, do what you want to do. But I've learned myself that moderation is very important. Yeah,
1: it, it's, it's especially important. Like, we're, we're, I think one point to discern here is um, alcohol, certain drinks are good. Like, they make them not, not so that you feel the burn, but so that you can enjoy the actual taste and the effects that it gives. <laughs> like, a wine you don't drink because it's like, oh, geez, I'm going to... I'm going to drink this and be like, woo, here we go. But we're not saying, okay, never have a glass of wine. But if you're someone who has a glass of wine every night, I don't know, try and have one every other night or something like that. Because you enjoy that glass. That gives you pleasure. And that gives you enjoyment. The taste of it. But would sacrificing that return a greater benefit later in life than it does right now so
0: potentially yeah but yeah and as far as any habits like drinking goes it's your call you know you know yourself better than anyone for me that's just a lesson i've learned yeah for me personally for me jack mullen moderation is becoming much much more important and i'm not saying that on certain occasions i'm not going to have a a fun, crazy night where I'm with my close friends and we're gonna drink a lot and have a fun, goofy time and then the next morning laugh about it. But that's really important for me. If I ever, back when we would always hang out, Pat and our buddies and Clayton, who we had on recently, when we have gotten really drunk together, stories 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 laughing the next morning i love the morning after (laughs) better than the actual night because we just start sharing what we remember and crazy funny things that people were doing and we just we still laugh out some of those nights to this oh, 100%. day. 100%. You not being home at 7 a.m. to work out from my house <laughs> and walking into my guest bedroom, seeing you on the floor passed out at 9 a.m. is my favorite memory of you that I've ever had in my entire life. He, he literally, every time I would have people over, Patrick oh. would be up and at him 6.30, 7 a.m. out of the house. We'd wake up and go, where's Patrick? We had a night. A really crazy night, and and we all woke up, and we're like, "Do we think Patrick's still here?" And we all, we all go to the guest room where you um, you were sleeping, and you're still there, passed out. Uh, Oh, that was the best.
1: That was probably one of the tricks I've ever been. (laughs) drunkest I've ever seen you. Because I woke up and I was like, "Yeah, I'm." Let's keep going. (laughs) I guess shit. But um, I think one important point on that is like we were in a controlled environment. Which allowed us to um, sure. <laughs> yeah. Well,
0: we started the city of Charlotte, but yeah. it got crazy <laughs> back in we my family house. Yeah.
1: yeah, but it was it was somewhere where we were comfortable. Like, and I think what we should and one of our topics that we want to cover in this episode is defining the biggest mix misconceptions around alcohol and going out, and what and how we can kind of shift that perspective because our whole goal with Well Rounded Wealth especially is we're growing with this too as as you've heard from our stories we have not always been this we have not always had this perception of alcohol no
0: right. not at all a year ago i didn't have this perception of alcohol yeah and it took me some mistakes to realize it our new year's eve my <laughs> the one 2 ago <laughs> yep that was that is a it's a funny story now but that was not a good story yeah. that was that was i public place i wandered off don't remember any of it could have been in serious danger yeah. and have made you guys worry about me for like an hour yeah that's and not something i woke up proud to we laugh about it now because it's been so long that was that was those were a couple of days where i was not feeling good about myself yeah because i behaved in that fashion and let myself do that
1: yeah and it's i think it definitely has to do with the social setting and the, the peer pressure yeah. because that's how most people grow up learning and experimenting with alcohol. So my hope would be to people who are hearing this and people who are also on that journey or maybe about to start that journey is be very conscious about what you're feeling when you start drinking. And like take a take a few minutes before between each drink and be like okay how did i feel there is this a limit where it's a little bit too much like am i right in the line like and that's something you can experiment with if you enjoy going out and, and socializing with with alcohol but i think the most dangerous misconception is you have to drink to go out and to have fun and you have to drink a lot yeah. And that's something that especially over COVID in the past few years we saw a lot with college students. Like all right, it's a it's a party who can drink the most. <laughs> like yeah. or who's going to be who's going to who is going to be a part of that story in the morning. Right. Like, that's... Even though it might be funny, you're the butt of it and like you're that you're that person that drank that
0: much. So. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I will say this. Yeah, we should But I will say this one thing that i have really enjoyed about that experience of like getting really drunk the only thing is us bonding over those stories and becoming good friends lately it's been wake up the morning after a night of going out um at school going places so yep we were really drunk and then we don't talk about it and we were all really drunk and i'm just kind of like oh I like the part where we like or like remember when that happened or yeah. like this guy this idiot over here was doing that or like yeah. that's the part that I've always loved the most. Yeah. So with with the absence of that that also has discouraged it a ton.
1: Yeah, for sure. So I guess like wrapping this up a little bit, how do you see yourself um in terms of your relationship with alcohol and, and socializing over the next year or, or a few years?
0: For me personally, I think I'm Gonna set a boundary for myself. Definitely, I think I never want to black out in public for the rest of my life. Yeah, that I never in public for the rest of my life, like at a bar or a club or anything like that. I, I hope, never want that to happen. I anymore. hope
1: by yourself too. <laughs> <laughs> you know,
0: you're blacking out by yourself. <laughs> the only time I think it could happen is maybe oh, any like controlled environment with people yeah. you're really close to. Uh, an occasional mm-hmm. thing celebrate bachelor party yeah anything like that maybe a birthday celebration hosted at your place or one of your friends places yeah those type of things i think is a ton of fun yeah. and also for people listening to me that have been hanging out with me lately like i've i've been getting drunk recently with my buddies <laughs> it's i'm not i'm not gonna act like i've just been this two drinks a night get a small buzz and i'm out that's that has not been me lately and i don't I don't plan on fully cold shirking that as I go out into the real world. And I think a part of why I'm doing a lot now is because I'm, like, I'm still in college. I can still do this. You yeah. know? That's yeah. been a big part of it, it's too. It's the
1: safe space. Yeah.
0: Uh-huh. So that's been an aspect of that as well. But I would just say, I want to go out. I want to give being sober some, some test runs and go for that. I also don't think... I, I think it's okay if I have a yeah. couple drinks or so as well. And if I ever... And kind of going for it, it would probably be with you, with Clayton, with other friends of ours. Yeah. It would probably be with them. Yeah. Because that I'm comfortable with. That. Yeah. And I think every Go once in a while, you. yeah. yeah. I, I think every once in a while, that's okay.
1: Yeah. And I think last point here before we end it, it's like be able to be in the moment and experience it, especially at people who are listening are going into the real world or who are in the real world. People who build bars and who own bars, some of them are pretty cool. <laughs> so, um, being able to go out and and kind of experience the environment you're in with the people there, yeah, meeting new people while they're why are they at, why are they out, um, what are they doing, like that kind of stuff is is fascinating and and interesting. And as you continue to go new places, live in new cities, try new experiences, like. That is a great way, to your point, is to socialize and um, interact with new people because it's something that brings people together and allows them to be more social. So um, I think at the end of the day and at the end of this conversation is find the ba- your balance with going out and be able to set your limits and, and know your limits so that you can go out and, experience and have a joyful experience with alcohol and socializing yeah
0: to cap it off on my end we definitely talked in probably multiple episodes about one of the things we cherish most in life is the memories that we have and experiences we had time spent with people that we love if you're going out and blacking out there goes that memory yep there it goes that's one thing i've learned the hard way yeah. In, in some instances, where I, there's been nights that were awesome, and I've, especially that New Year's night <laughs> that I, I referenced earlier. I always regret not being able to remember such a cool night. Yeah. So that's definitely a big lesson I've learned.
1: But have fun, be safe, and uh, remember to follow us on our website and on Instagram and leave any comments or um, questions or episode topics that you guys want to hear about.
0: Hello again, everyone. This is Jack Mullen from Well-Rounded Wealth. If you've been enjoying the podcast so far, please feel free to give it a follow from wherever it is that you're listening from, as well as a rating. It actually helps out the podcast a ton, and Patrick and I really appreciate it. Also, come check out our website, wellroundedwealth.com, which serves as the hub for our podcast and also our blog that Patrick and I have been working on. Thanks, everyone.